0: Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily, everybody. Trevor Hall here with some more corporate updates. We continue with and gold resources today and CEO, Mr. Adrian Rothwell and gold trades on the TSX venture with AAU and on the OTCQB with AAUGF. Uh, Adrian, we've got a couple news items that we need to cover and get some of your uh, corporate editorial commentary on, including your move into Oregon. Uh, you're an oregonian now uh, expanding the expanding the asset portfolio of angle
1: yeah well an oregonian and a nevadian and ontarian <laughs> and, and chilean i guess but uh, yeah we we've been working over the last few months on on in uh, adding to our portfolio of projects and and last Monday uh, you'll see the the news that we released on the new Hope Butte project uh, to supplement our portfolio
0: uh, let's talk about the hope butte what are you seeing there that has your interest
1: well I I mean first of all taking a step back you know looking at Angold's strategy because I think some for some of our shareholders it, it's a it is a little bit of a different take on a company with a single asset and that's their singular focus and our strategy has always been to create value through uh, building a multi-jurisdictional and resilient company that's focused on precious metals discovery and acquiring uh, or building high quality historic resources um, you know or taking historic resources and building uh, uh, resources through that um you know that way we we think we can withstand multiple cycles our our objective has always been to target assets that that grow to one plus million ounces and uh and in good jurisdictions you know particularly obviously north america canada u.s and chile which we we still think are the best jurisdictions in the americas um and regardless of of uh you know uh, what is going on at the moment in the world Mm. uh and in chile in particular uh and you know hope you was for us you know there's two ways to build resources and, and there's buy or build uh it's a common strategy across many different sectors as well and this being a cyclical industry uh we really uh, had uh, a good opportunity at, at a relatively low cost. I think it's a fair price in the current market to buy uh, a project that is uh, is what we consider uh, an an upgrade uh, in into our portfolio.
0: It's interesting. You talked about wanting to operate in good jurisdictions. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say we we don't know. The jury may still be out there for. Oregon. Now, this obviously is in eastern Oregon, not western Oregon. Two yeah. completely different parts of the state. Yeah. But this part of Oregon, Muller County, has actually uh, has some gold exploration and development uh, with Paramount Nevada uh, working on their permitting. The last I heard for Grassy Mountain. Grassy
1: Mountain, Mountain yep. Uh,
0: which has been an interesting ongoing story. Obviously, they're in that deep Lausanne curve permitting phase in Oregon. Uh, from my understanding, there continues to be this kind of process that a lot of Oregonian administrations are unfamiliar with. Um, But talk to me about what you're seeing on the exploration side, permitting side, and what you need to do administratively to continue the work at Hope Butte.
1: Yeah, sure. So we've, I think, I think, if, with grassy mountain it's been a learning experience for both the oregon uh, regulators uh, that that is a a department of um the the well there's the deq but there's a department of the government that is overall has a overall responsibility as lead agency in oregon called dogami um and uh you know for them i think I think it's been a learning experience. Uh, we've been meeting with the local BLM, which is important. Every BLM office is different, uh, as well as the Dogami representatives on multiple occasions uh, to discuss the the process and the st- the next steps for us as an explorer. Um, you know, it's been in, important for us to uh, to recognize that in Malah County in this particular area that we don't have any uh endangered species uh no sage grass habitat uh or bull trout habitat where we are um as well as no mineral entry withdrawal or proposed mineral entry withdrawal areas uh, on hope butte so in that respect I, I think you know we're in a good shape and most of the, the ground around us is ranching ground and and we uh, we are in discussions with uh, one of the bigger ranches that, that is in our uh, property area, and um, and and they are very favorable, uh, very very much um, uh, looking forward to us working on the exploration side. Uh, uh, in fact, you know we are uh, the the Hope Butte uh, agreement is structured as a lease through uh, with that grazier and and so and rancher so uh they obviously want to see us go ahead in terms of of what happens in Oregon yeah there there is a an addition an additional layer on top of just a simple BLM um permit uh, we would be doing a permit under a, a notice of intent of intent with through the BLM and there is a similar process through dogme um there it would take us a little longer than say somewhere in Nevada say on our iron butte project to to get a a permit but not necessarily some of the iron butte permits took us uh an extraordinarily extraordinarily long period of time so we're looking at um you know for that notice of intent around a sixty day turnaround, and then with Dergami, it would probably be around two to three months. So it's not onerous. And this time of year is a good year for us to start doing that now for next summer. Uh,
0: you have you you have some historic drilled data coming with this project. Uh, in fact, i I was kind of shocked to see how many of the big names actually used to explore on this the likes of Chevron Resources Freeport. Home stake, uh, the like. Uh, so there's yeah. a number. There's a number of historical drill data, uh, including actually, if you drilled this in Nevada, Adrian, uh, I think any op, you know any explorer would blush a little bit. 112.8 meters at 0.95 grams per ton gold. Uh, 88 meters at 0.89 grams per ton. Uh, there was a yeah. historical visible gold hit of four and a half meters of 35 grams per ton. Uh, so you got something to kind of somewhat work with here. Uh, yeah. talk about how you're using this data. Uh, what's the process of the company using it to really kind of decide how it goes back hitting the ground?
1: Yeah. So we have some historic results. Uh, there is an historic resource of it's about a quarter of a million ounces at about a gram per ton. um, importantly for us was the opportunity for expansion the drilling on this project averages around 100 meters from surface Uh, all the mineralization is from surface and about two-thirds of that historic resource is uh, is oxide so we undertook a um, uh, surface uh, sampling uh, program while we were down there as part of our due diligence uh, we've also, uh, which which turned out favorably, uh, and I think next steps for us is really to do that with a a little more rigor, uh, surface testing, and um, we see a good opportunity for expansion. Well, obviously at depth because a lot of the holes ended in mineralization, but also laterally uh, beyond the the two mineralized zones uh, that uh, Chevron had stated in their historic resource.
0: Okay. Uh, What else do we need to know here from Hope Butte, Adrian, uh, before we we move on?
1: Uh, Well, look forward to to more news. And, um, you know, we're we're just preparing this in the same Mm -hmm. orderly uh, fashion for drilling as we have with all of our other projects. So we're very excited to start work. Uh, this is a large contiguous land package over 5,000 acres for us and uh, uh, it has multiple showings, multiple uh, multiple uh, potential uh, resource bodies on it. So yeah, uh, we won't know obviously until we drill, uh, but that's, uh, that's for the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think, I think few people were, 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 were kind of surprised to see this news that you were taking on another project, because I think the more anticipated news is really these drill results out of Iron Butte, uh, back in Nevada, you've completed that drill program. And I know I keep adding, I'm pretty sure this is the third time you've been on the show and I can ask you, where are the, where are the assays here? Where (laughs) are they?
1: Yeah. So we've, we've, we've got, uh, the last two holes coming in for drilling and, um, in terms of assays, the drilling was done uh, a couple of weeks ago now, and uh, we'll release those in the coming few weeks. And, and honestly saying any more than that, uh, we've, uh, you know, there is another approach. Some of our investors wanted us to release every, every hole individually. And uh, because this program really was a scout drilling program Uh, we stepped out quite a long way from the historic resource on every Mm -hmm. hole that we have and uh, there's no context for us to release uh, results individually so we will release a fulsome uh, news release in the next week or two Uh, we're expecting to get the final assays from the final two holes. Uh, actually, this week. Um, now, you know that's saying I'm at the I'm at the mercy of the assay lab on that promise, right. but uh, but we will release uh, those results with a, a full explanation of of what we think that means for the project.
0: Okay, uh, I continue to be a shareholder. but, You know, give me the reason, the context behind. You know, what, what is the thinking here of of kind of waiting? For the all of the assays to release them all together rather than separately.
1: Well, one hole does not uh, an exploration program make, you know, and and I think you know some of the drilling we've done was to test the the lateral extents uh, within our uh, boundary, mm-hmm. remembering that Iron Butte has a resource; it is quite constrained within a. a uh, 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 around a 200 acre, um, boundary. So part of it is to do that part of it is to test the structures at depth. And, and that can be quite complex. It is a very complex part of Nevada. Um, a lot of the delays I will add is not really on the assay side. We, we did because of broken ground, um, we had a, a lot of issues with the actual function of driller as well so uh, i i think you'll see uh, we did go through a couple of drillers and um uh, for uh, you know to be blunt non-performance and uh, cost and uh you know i think we, one summer is uh, is is one program and and there'll be more but uh there'll be more news on iron butte but you know again we we just made that strategic decision that one hole was probably not the the best choice for uh for this project okay
0: uh, I know. I know. Drilling in Nevada is rarely easy, <laughs> given the rocks and and when you put it, now moving parts behind it, obviously it gets a little bit more mm-hmm. challenging. Uh, Adrian, what what else do we need to know here? Uh, re, you know, regarding I know you started working at Uchi. Uh, you know what's happening up there in Canada?
1: Yeah. So Uchi, we we had done a VTEM survey uh, about a year and a half ago. We had that uh analyzed uh and a lot of the ground up in the Bertucci district is undercover so you know unlike Nevada where you just see outcrop lying around and you follow the outcrop uh, to some extent um, there uh, the next steps on that project was really to do a, a geological mapping and prospecting uh survey as well as a uh, we did a three thousand sample uh, SGH survey on one of the most prospective parts of the project which was on the uh, greenstone gold uh, eastern side of the project um, that was completed uh, a week and a half ago um, the teams have now demobilized from that site all of our samples are, are now going to be submitted to the assay lab uh, which is, uh, a company called Act Labs. Uh, they're one of the only ones that do soil gas hydrocarbon surveys. The ob- objective of that is, is to, uh, see, uh, it, g- it will give us a, a better indication of what is undercover and, uh, what is it and, and how deep that potentially can be, uh, on the project. In addition to that, uh, we had uh, one of our geologists, uh, travel uh, throughout the project and take, uh, take samples. Um, so that'll be news for the new year. It's a, it's a large project area. I think it's very prospective. It's in a great part of the Berchucci district, uh, similar to, uh, assets like spring pole, uh, and, um, near red Lake. So uh, I, I think uh, that's something in our back pocket. And then in mm-hmm. Chile, uh, we, as many of your listeners know, we, we took a step back, um, and got, a, uh, started the application for a, uh, a, a more, um, a plan of operations, I guess it's called the DIA down in Chile. And, uh, we withheld that after the Rio two news, uh, we wanted to analyze that in a, in a lot more depth to see what, what lessons we could learn from our deer application that perhaps, uh, were the, the reason behind the, the Rio two, um, uh, permit, um, refusal, um, or, or deferral, mm-hmm. I guess they would call it, mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in Maraconga. We've since filed that, and uh we are waiting for acceptance from the the regulatory authorities in Chile so uh that's also in our back pocket for us to potentially uh move the Dorado project ahead uh next year uh,
0: it's a it seems like another level of de-risking of Dorado that uh, turns out you have to do what you maybe weren't thinking you would have to do beforehand <laughs>
1: so yeah yeah um in in the long term, that's going to be an asset for us though, and that'll uh, you know it covers a lot of our ESG requirements off in that part of the world. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I think that that will make this pr- these projects or Dorado, uh, these targets, Laitas and Laitas South, a lot more um, uh, uh, favorable, uh, I guess for uh, larger players to potentially look at it in a little more
0: debt all right. uh, thanks Adrian appreciate that uh, thorough rundown with everything uh, I'm sure you and I will probably touch base here uh, once again this fall and winter before the new year so uh, best of luck and stay safe to you and all the crew out in the field thanks Trevor that's your update from Angled Resources again trading on the TSX Venture with AAU and on the OTCQB with AAUGF